Today's clip is going to be a very short one. It's actually from Naval Ravikant's podcast, which I don't know how he records it, but he just goes for extremely short clips. The whole thing is two minutes. So I'm going to play it in full, and then I'm going to come back with my own personal reflections. Groups never admit failure. A group would rather keep living in a mythology of we were oppressed than ever admit failure. Individuals are the only ones who admit failure. Even individuals don't like to admit failure, but eventually they can be forced to. A group will never admit they were wrong. A group will never admit we made a mistake because a group that tries to change its mind falls apart. So I am hard-pressed in history to find examples of large groups where they've said, we thought A, but the answer is actually B. Usually what happens in that case is a schism where you go from Catholic church to Protestant and so on. There's a divergence and usually a lot of infighting. This happens in crypto land too, where the coins fork. Bitcoin doesn't suddenly say we should have had smart contracts or ETH doesn't suddenly say we should have been immutable. I was on the board of a foundation that was charged with giving out money for a cause. And I found it very disillusioning because what I learned was that no matter what the foundation did, they would declare victory. They would give money for a certain thing. They would support a certain project. And every project was victorious. Every project was a success. There was a lot of backslapping. There was a lot of high-sounding mission statements and vision statements, a lot of congratulations, a lot of nice dinners, but nothing ever got done. And what I realized was because there is no objective feedback, because there is no loss, it's all social profit, they couldn't fail. And because they couldn't fail, they misdirected resources all day long. And eventually, of course, such groups run out of money. If you want to change the world to a better place, the best way to do it is for-profit, because for-profits have to take feedback from reality. Ironically, for-profit entities are more sustainable than non-profit entities. They're self-sustainable. You're not out there with a begging bowl all the time. Now, of course, you lose the beautiful nonprofit status. You have to pay your taxes. And also, you can get corrupted by being purely for-profit. But I would argue that the best businesses are the ones that long-term are both for-profit, sustainable, and ethical, so you can attract the best people. You can sustain it because it's a mission. It's not just about the money, because there's diminishing returns to making money. There's diminishing marginal utility to money in your life. So I learned that if you want to change the world, you're probably better off trying to do it with a for-profit. So there's really two parts to this message or clip, which is the first part, which is in the title of that groups never admit failure. I think that's a really solid observation that is either truism to you or it's profound based on whatever your experience is. And then there's a second part, which is that uh, hypothesized reason is that there's no objective feedback. And he presumes that the private market gives the best feedback as opposed to nonprofits. Um, I, my personal re revelation for this idea or concept comes from working at a for-profit startup where we went to multiple all-hands meetings and never admitted failure, just never looks back on failures and only celebrated successes. And I thought it was a very toxic, positive environment. And I feel like it is perhaps something that is very endemic to the American Silicon Valley mindset, or that perhaps just I was not in companies that really objectively looked at their performance and what they could have done better. But probably more importantly, the lesson I take away from this idea is that more often than not, nobody's actually going to even raise their hand to say, hey, we did not do well in something. Because oftentimes we do not bother to create an environment where it's okay to admit failure and talk about failure. And instead, it's often the loudest and most oblivious and the people who had most to do with that failure who remain in charge because they are continuing to not admit failure 
and it's the people that get disillusioned and jaded and their only option is to leave and so it's i don't know if there's anything to do about that because this is an observed trend of history and it's much better to go with the trend of history rather than try to buck it but i think it's something i will keep in mind when i run groups in the future because i view it as a responsibility of a leader that the leaders that i've seen and worked for have not historically taken on